the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Good morning and welcome to your current cider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And as always, I start the same way every week. The easiest way to reach me, if you have some questions about the car buying process, if you have any questions about what's going on with your car at the end of the lease, uh, easiest way to reach me. It's 602-525-1370. You know, it's I've been talking about this for months and months and months about this being the craziest, craziest time ever in the automotive industry. So I, I got a kick out of an article that I saw. And I've talked about, you know, the markup on cars and, you know, the the dealer ads and the this. And if, if you don't want to pay it, don't buy the car. Uh, I've heard, you know, one customer call me and the guy said that, you know, he had ordered a car and when it came in, came in, they tried to change the price, and they said, well, that was then, and this is now. Uh, It's horrible. But I got a kick out of this article that was Hyundai dealership marks up Iconic 5 that it bought from a no-markup dealer. It's a sign of the times, but few customers appreciate such shenanigans. Conditions in the auto market are crazy at the moment, to say the least. Tight inventories of new cars have led to spiking prices, and some deals have been marking up cars with market adjustments. In these hot trading conditions, a Hyundai dealership in South Carolina is purchasing stock from other dealers that don't add markups and tacking on a little something for itself. This gentleman recently discovered he was browsing at this Hyundai dealership and took a glance at the window sticker. The price of the sticker comes to $48,781. Quite the jump from the manufacturer's uh, MSRP of just $45,290. Now, that's not on the sticker, okay? That's not on the window sticker. That's on what's called the addendum. The dealer cannot change the window sticker, but they can put an addendum on there. So the price was on the addendum, which was roughly $3,500 more than the original MSRP. That's down to a $1,491 protection package, complete with nitrogen filled tires, exterior paint protection, and a $2,000 market adjustment. The markup is particularly notable as the SUV was originally delivered to a dealership in North Carolina, which does not presently add a markup for its sales online. 
Dealers moving stock around is no big deal, of course. It's done all the time to ensure dealerships have the right cars on the lot to sell to customers coming in. However, it's frustrating for customers to see that a car they could have bought at another dealership for a good price has now had an extra markup tacked on for the sake of dealers' profit-taking. One thing I will tell you, if you go to a car dealership and you see that on there and you want to make sure that that car was originally delivered to that dealership, look at the window sticker. It's on the window sticker who the car was built for. Now, I've not encountered what you're talk this what they're talking about where they're tr- buying cars from other dealers to mark them up. But I will tell you, I was in a dealership last week and they had a sign uh, uh, not a sign, they had invoices posted on the wall behind the sales tower. And it was incoming cars to other dealerships that they were getting back for cars that they had given to other dealers. That's very uncommon in these times. I used to be able to go to dealerships and sit down with someone, and if they didn't have it, they could trade and get it. A lot of dealerships aren't trading, and the other thing is when they are trading, they want something back that makes it no sense for the dealership to do the deal. I was looking for a Ford Mustang for somebody, and this was six months ago, and the dealership said, yep, we have it, but in order for you to trade it, we want an F-250 diesel back. Well, you make a little bit more money on an F-250 diesel than you do on a Mustang. So, and the crazy thing was, it was a sister store. It was two Ford stores owned by the same dealer group. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples, his team at Earnhardt Honda, located in the Avondale Autoplex. Just, uh, they are just west of 99th Avenue, right along the I-10 in Avondale. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. Uh, Buying a car can be hard enough at this time with added markups, limited inventory, and everything else going. Many customers aren't going to go to the hassle of buying a car out of state. They're going. Unfortunately, that means they could end up paying a hefty markup for their new car. I was talking to a gentleman that I'm helping buy a car. He was buying the car. He lives in Reno. He told me he was working with a dealership, and as soon as he told them that he lived in Reno and was going to be registering the car out of the state of Arizona, the dealership quickly told him, quickly, it's an additional $3,500 for an out-of-state deal. And the reason the dealership did it was the dealership where he was was 10,000 more 10,000 over MSRP folks it's it's crazy is by and this dealership is not the only dealership putting markup on a Hyundai Ionic 5 pointed out that a dealership and here in Reno is charging a full $20,000 market adjustment, which suggests that perhaps this implies the $2,000 markup was actually a typo and supposed to be much more. I don't think it was a typo, uh, but there are dealerships that will mark up the car. But remember, you are not obligated to purchase anything. If you don't like it, don't buy the car. I was talking to a gentleman, and I explained to him that when you go to the dealership, this is what's going to happen. And 
I was telling is as a joke to somebody. I, I don't want to tell somebody something. If they don't trust me, they don't believe me, go to the dealership. See what happens. And the analogy I used was, you know, it's almost like I'm tired of telling people if you put your hand on the stove, when the stove burner's off, if you just turned it off, it's still hot, you're going to burn your hand. Okay. If you don't trust what I'm telling you, go find out. So this gentleman went to the dealership and I pointed out to him in the dealership's website where this was going to become tricky for him. So when he got there, they said it's fifty nine ninety five market adjustment. A couple of minutes later, they came back and said, well, we'll do thirty nine ninety five market adjustment. And if you wait till the car arrives, we'll do nineteen ninety five when it gets here. Well, I could assure you that the car was probably sold before it showed up in the dealership's property. It was a brand new model car that just came out. Uh, I thought it was a great value. I'm just not a monstrous fan of these markups. Here's an MSRP from a Hyundai dealership. MSRP 45690 high desert protection package 998 market adjustment $20,000. College graduate program minus 400, military incentive minus 500. Click for details. Guess what? When you click, I will tell you this. I've not had a client ever that qualified for the military and the college graduate program. I was joking around with somebody, and it was kind of funny. He called me back and said, you know, I, I, didn't, I saw they didn't give me the military rebate, and I saw they didn't give me the college graduate rebate. And it's, it's a friend of mine, and I laughed and chuckled a little bit, and I said, Juan, let me ask you a question. When did you graduate college? Well, 20 years ago. Uh, when you do the college rebate, there's a time frame. And sometimes I don't know what it is now when my daughter took advantage of it was you had to graduate within six months of it had to be graduating within six months of the time of your purchase or within two years after the purchase. Now, if you were a veteran and you have on your driver's license veteran on your license in Arizona. Some manufacturers take that and you automatically get the rebate. Some manufacturers, you have to be current military, recently retired from the military, and when I say retired, collecting a pension, or it has to be within a certain time. So when it says under those college grad program and military incentive, the word details, Not everybody qualifies for those rebates. But according to this dealership, everybody was qualifying for the $20,000 market adjustment. It's clear that the dealers are seeing demand for the Hyundai's futuristic-looking electric SUV. While some are selling at MSRP, other dealers have seen an opportunity and are trying to tack on as much of an adjustment as they think the market will bear. If you're in the market... For Ionic 5, one thing is clear. It pays to shop around. Okay, the big thing is when you're shopping around for one, okay, you want to make sure that the car's at the dealership. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. The easiest way to reach me is 602-525-1370.
there's a website, Your Car Insiders. There's a contact page. If you send me an email, I promise you I will communicate with you. Uh, if you don't have a phone number, I'm going to ask you to call me. Uh, Special thanks once again to B&N Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Family owned and operated. If you're in the market for a used vehicle that's a commercial vehicle for your business, I would absolutely recommend reaching out because trying to find new ones, it's extremely difficult right now. It's Bobby Rabati and his family. His phone number is 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Uh, it's It's been such a pleasure to call him a friend and someone that has gone bent over backwards to help my clients over the past 10 years purchase new Hyundais. It's the worst time imaginable that I've ever seen to buy a car. However, it does help if you have a trade. Now, when I talk about a trade, you know, cars that are 2000s with 100,000 miles on them, it's not anything special unless you're selling it private party on the street. Once again, my number, it's 602-525-1370. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. The easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Rich Deshaitis and his team. Uh, actually, Rich is the general sales manager. Troy's the GM. They work for a wonderful gentleman by the name of Dennis Lundy. Uh, it's a family-owned, operated dealership. I always jokingly say that don't ever leave where you're working because this is a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to work for a gentleman like that in that environment. Great dealership, great product, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. You know, I have a client that I've held previously, and she's looking for a vehicle. Some of the hardest cars to find right now are electric vehicles and plug-in hybrids. 
uh, and they have a premium on them. So she was looking for a Toyota RAV4 Prime, which is the plug-in hybrid. And I've been reaching out to a friend of mine every chance I get, hey, did you get one yet in your allocation? Did you get one yet in your allocation? So she actually said to me, well, what about if we go to California to get one? So I called my buddy who's a general manager in California and he didn't answer, so I shot him a text. He said, Gary, I don't get a lot of them, but I'm getting $9,000 over MSRP for them. So when I sent her back that, it was a, well, I don't want to do that. And I said, well, I don't want you to do that. The other thing you have to look at is some of these plug-in hybrid vehicles, they're not manufactured for every market. Perfect example is the NX plug-in hybrid Lexus. I believe currently it's only being manufactured and distributed in five states. Arizona is not one of them. This is Motor Combat. Car and Driver article from February 12th. The fight against egregious dealership markups. My friend Lewis needed a truck. Not my friend. This is the gentleman from Car and Driver. After driving nothing but Toyota Tacomas for 20 years, he was temporarily truckless. Ironically, because the craze of Tacomas resulted in some household vehicle arbitrage that saw his dented and scratched 2017 Tacoma traded straight up for a new Ford Bronco Sport. But then what? How do you replace a vehicle that everybody wants without paying a concurrently stupid price? I advised him to embrace an old baseball maxim. Hit them where they ain't. If anybody's af- if everybody's after a Tacoma, just get something else. You don't always need the hot car. Take it from the guy who traded in his 2007 Mitsubishi Outlander for a 2010 Lincoln MKT EcoBoost. I counseled Lewis to check out the redesigned 2022 Nissan Frontier. I have not looked at one up close yet, but it looks like they did a great job. The Ford Ranger, the Chevy Colorado, and the GMC Canyon. He immediately clocked the Ranger as the kind of truck that's due for refresh, which is accurate. The only four-wheel drive Canyon or Colorado that met his $40,000 budget was an extended cab, not a full four-door. It makes me, it's unbelievable, but it's the reality. These mid-size pickup trucks, I don't call them compacts, these mid-size trucks, some of them hover in the 50 grand range when you go to a, a upscale model with four-wheel drive. As for the Tacoma, the dealer said something like this. We have one Tacoma coming in next month, and for a chance to buy it, customers are going to engage in a hand-to-hand combat in our no showroom battle, new showroom battle pit. The winner will pay $7,000 over sticker. A friend who recently bought a new TRD Pro told me what a great deal he got. He only paid MSRP. Guess what? He's absolutely right. If you can get a TRD Pro, not a TRD off-road, but an actual Pro at MSRP, you need to take advantage of it. A block away, the Nissan dealership had four new Frontiers on the lot and no kind of squid game situation. I gave Lewis the soft sell telling him, I know you love Tacomas, but the Frontier just got redesigned and it's actually better 
than the Tacoma in a lot of ways. Extra 32 horsepower, three more gears in the transmission, zero gravity front seats. He asked me what I went by, meant by zero gravity seats. And like the car expert I am, I quickly changed the subject. Gravity is one of the most powerful forces in the universe, but it's not as powerful as my apathy when it comes to investigating market rhetoric. I'm not going to say that the Frontier is a, ve- a better vehicle than the Tacoma. I'm not going to say that the Tacoma is a better vehicle than the Frontier. I will tell you this. You are not going to go wrong with either one. Lewis ended up buying the Frontier for at least $5,000 less than the cheapest local Tacoma. A disparity I find mystifying. I mean, I like Tacomas, but I don't understand What's driving the prices insane? It's very simple. What's driving the prices insane? There are people that will only drive Toyotas and there are dealerships that only sell Toyotas and they're not getting enough of them to sell. It's the epitome of supply and demand. The Frontier drives way better than Tacoma did, Lewis noted. It's quieter and faster. It also has four-wheel disc brakes, which, believe it or not, differentiates it from the current Tacoma. My new truck has rear drum brakes. Sounds like something you'd say to a fellow passenger on a steamship while drinking a soda pop. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going through the article, and now it says you want a C8 Corvette. But you can't find one at a reasonable price. Get a C7 Grand Sport. As the old Corvette saying goes, sooner or later, they'll all be C5s. Guess what? Try to go buy a C7 right now. Okay? It is crazy when I look at 2014s, 2015s that are marked up to what they were brand new. I was talking to my wife last night and about it, and I had in 2000, I had a 2002, I had a 2006. Uh, in 2006, the MSRP on a Z06 was about 70 grand. In 2022. That's about where a 2LT coupe comes in. I have no idea what the new Z06 is going to MSRP for. But I will tell you this. There are guys that I talk to that are true Corvette enthusiasts that absolutely love the C8 mid-engine car. In talking to my buddy Mike, he loves his car. He won't get rid of it. He actually wants to try to add a Z06. But I asked him, have you ever owned a Corvette before? And his answer was no. Now, he's had a lot of really nice cars, but the big difference is, you know, it's like, you know, do you buy a Ferrari with a 12-cylinder in the front of the car or do you buy a Ferrari with an engine in the back of the car? There are guys that are enthusiasts that don't want a mid-engine car. They want a front-engine car. It's, I don't care which way you go. I'm I'm a monstrous fan of Corvettes, but it, at my age, they're not the easiest things to get in and out of. And I laughed when I watched a picture of a guy that his retirement purchase was a McLaren. He couldn't get out of the car. He was on his hands and knees pulling himself out of the vehicle. Folks, my name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525. I'm here to help you buy a car. I'm here to try to help you not make a mistake and way overpay for a car. I had a young lady last week that, 
you know, she agreed to a deal in a 1045. She told me, I can't do that. I can't pay that price for the car. I completely get it. And all I told her was, I understand. I hope she made out well. I hope she got a car. No harm, no foul, no hard feelings. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. Once again, my name is Gary Green. Easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 96 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, as always, 602-525-1370. Want to start the segment with a very special thanks to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda in Avondale, Arizona. Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, Arizona. Chad Sassone and his team at Rodeo Kia, and I can't forget my dear friends Alex Medina and David Garcia at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear. I love the title of this article. Why the heck is there still a chip shortage for cars? That's got to be the car business million dollar question right now. Now, if you live in Phoenix and you head up to the North Valley and you're on the I-17 and you look over to the left on the west side of of the freeway, you will see a giant building being built. Okay, it's nowhere near completion, but that plant is being built to manufacture microchips for cars. Why the heck is there still a chip shortage for cars? The chip shortage is still impacting the automotive industry in 2022. Though the good news, the problem is expected to get better as the year goes on. Aside from the devastating human toll, the COVID human toll, COVID-19 has dramatically changed how we live from travel and education to the way people work. This pandemic also has had an outsized and unfortunate impact on the automotive industry, snarling supply chains around the world and severely hampering vehicle production. But perhaps nothing has kneecapped the car companies more than the ongoing semiconductor shortage, which is still a huge problem after the coronavirus went global. For the for a myriad of important reasons, the chips shortage is still very much a problem. Uh, Vice President of Global Vehicle Forecasting at Auto Forecast, Forecast Solutions. This is not a quickly solvable issue. Automakers, large and small, are still being affected by an acute lack of semiconductors, tiny components that are absolutely necessary. In the, even in the most basic cars and trucks, everything from advanced driver assist features to infotainment to heated steering wheels are powered by some sort of microchip. It's going to, only going to accelerate in, fu- in future as vehicles get more and more complex. Toyota continues to face shortages that will affect manufacturing. Our teams are working diligently to max minimize the impact on production. In North America, we're projecting a reduction of approximately 30,000 vehicles in February. The good news, these 
do not anticipate an impact on employment. General Motors has similar changes. Last year, the company confirmed it wasn't able to offer certain features on a range of, model due to, range of models due to lack of chips. Though things are getting better, fortunately at the moment, we do not have any North American assembly plants that are on downtime due to global shortage of semiconductors. A spokesman for the Detroit-based automaker told Roadshow second shifts have just resumed at its assembly plants in Fairfax, Kansas, home of the Malibu and XT4, the Rampos Arispa, Mexico, where the Chevy Blazer and Equinox SUVs are still being built. Ford missed out on an estimated 1.2 million sales last year. Volkswagen fell short on planned production by over a million. General Motors and Toyota missed out on 1.1 million. And Chrysler came up short by about a million units. Overall vehicle production was drastically reduced in 2021 due to the chip shortage. Ford was hit the hardest, and they were hit early. This is because it had several super high-profile launches, including a redesigned F-150. According to Schuster, the Blue Oval missed out on approximately, like I said, 1.5 million units last year. Ford was not the only vehicle manufacturer to stumble. You know, it's funny when you read this and you talk about the chip shortage and the not impact, but here's what an, another article that's kind of funny, and I'm going to go to it really quick. This one cracks me up. U.S. auto factories disrupted by the Canadian truck rally, trucker rally. Now, this was all stuff that handed I, that happened the beginning of February. After a year of computer ship, chip short, shortages, supply chain problems, and temporary plant closings, this was about the last thing the automotive industry needed. The protests by Canadian truckers upset with the Canadian vaccine mandates have been tying up traffic on the Ambassador Bridge between Windsor, Ontario, and Detroit, a key checkpoint for goods moving between the two countries. It has become yet another supply chain problem for the automakers. Plants on both sides of the border, uh, from Toronto, Ontario, and Kentucky, 600 miles away, found their assembly lines slowing or shutting down. They can't get the parts they need over the common border. If it's not one thing, it's another. If if you're bored one day and you want to read what's going on in the car business, go to MSN. Go to the auto research page. Don't take my word for it. Read these articles. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and you can reach me at 602-525-1370. And as always, thanks, everyone, for listening. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. 
Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. You know, one of the articles was kind of something, and I don't read the articles before I I put them, I, I get a gist of what they are, and I print them, and I bring them up on the computer. So one of the articles I saw was very simply this. Best new car lease deals for February 2022. So the first car on the list was a Toyota Prius Prime. It's $239 a month, $29.99 due its signing, and 39 months, 32,500 miles. That's less than 1,000 miles a year. Good luck finding a Prius Prime. Kia Sorento plug-in hybrid, four nineteen a month, four thousand dollars due at signing. Uh, Twenty-four months, twenty thousand miles. That's a ten thousand mile a year lease. Hyundai Tucson plug-in hybrid. I've never helped anybody buy a new Mitsubishi, but the new Mitsubishi electric vehicle is on there. Two sixty-nine a month, four thousand due at signing. Thirty-six months, thirty thousand miles. You'll notice a new trend. A lot of these leases that are being advertised, they are low mileage leases. Now, a lot of people have gone to work and they work at home now. There are people that I know that are not putting 7,000 miles a year on their car. My wife's one of them. She has a Dodge truck. It's three years old. It doesn't have 10,000 miles on it. Jeep Wrangler Rubicon 4xE, also a 30,000 mile lease. Now, the one thing that they don't mention is if there's going to be any dealer ads involved. Uh, $846 $846 a month with almost $8,000 due at signing on a Lincoln Aviator Grand Touring. BMW 330e. That lease was also less than 10,000 miles a year. BMW 330e, $539 a month, $499 due at, $4599 due at signing. 36 months, 10,000 miles a year. Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. Volvo S90 Recharge. I don't know how many of these cars are out there, but one of the things that you'll always have to remember when you're looking at these lease deals is very simply this. Do they actually have the cars in stock that are in the leases? Okay, now the one thing I'm warning everybody about, everybody, Make sure you understand before you sign the lease what's in the small print about how you have to return the car. If you lease a Honda, when the lease is over, the car goes back to a Honda dealership right now. Now, that might change in 36 months. But right now, the only bank that can pay off, the only dealer that can pay off a Honda lease is a Honda or an Acura dealership. But the funny thing about these leases is it's one, two, Three, four, so there was 
Every one of these cars is some kind of a plug-in hybrid, with the exception of the Lincoln Aviator Grand Touring. Everything else was either electric or a hybrid. You know, it's definitely coming. It's the definite way of future. I'm not a monster fan. I, as I always say, I drive a manual transmission V8 Hemi car. I don't look at the gas gauge when I'm driving because I don't like what it says. But I did see an article, and I want people to understand this. California process, California, imagine that in California, prosecutors have filed, you ready? You ready for this, Jeremy? You listening? You know it, sir. Okay. California prosecutors have filed two counts of vehicular manslaughter against the driver of a Tesla on autopilot who ran a red light, slammed into another car, and killed two people in 2019. The driver has pled not guilty. Uh... He's free on bail while the case is pending. A misuse of autopilot, which can control steering, speed, and braking, has occurred on numerous occasions and is a subject of investigations by two federal agencies. The filing of charges in the California crash could serve notice to drivers who use this system like autopilot that they can rely on to help them to control their vehicles. What brought me to this one was a Tesla autopilot crashes into a police car, hits the police while he's watching a movie. The incident occurred in the summer of 2020. However, the full extent of the accident was only revealed last Wednesday when the video of the crash was released by the North Carolina State Highway Patrol. The video was captured by the dash cam of a parked police car. It showed two law enforcement Law enforcement officials standing on the side of the U.S. highway, one of the troopers and one of the Nash County Sheriff's Office. That's when the State Highway Patrol call, which had just been crashed by the Tesla, comes into view. It's it's unbelievable. You read about crashes, cars that have autopilot. The next article I looked at, the U.S. Department of Transportation releases a new data showing that road fatalities spiked in the first half of 2021. It mind boggles me when you're driving down the 101 or you're driving down the 10 or you're on the I-17 and you look up in front of you and there's a guy in front of you and his car's weaving back and forth and he's not drunk. He's on his phone. He's texting. I, you, you look at them and they're holding their hand out. It looks like they're eating a pancake. They have the phone on their hand. You know, I was driving to the show today. Out-of-state license plates, a Kia Optima with Pennsylvania license plates. He looked like he was drunk. He was in and out of the lane driving on the, on the, and I get, I go around him two lanes to the left and look over and there he is staring at his phone. Folks, one of the funniest things that I could remember, I have a, a friend of mine that I've helped get numerous vehicles and he, his wife called. They wanted to buy a car for their daughter. And it was very important. The car had to have blind spot monitors, 
lane departure warning, adaptive cruise control, parking assist, backup camera, and this was for a 16-year-old, and the 16-year-old wanted leather interior because she didn't like the way cloth seats felt on her legs because she wears a uniform for school. And in the last statement, wanted all the safety features, but they needed to make sure the car had Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. And I can see Jeremy across the way just saying, wow. I was just so happy to drive my mom's car, yeah. anything. But, you know, you're worried about safety features. And you want to give them something they can play with their phone within the car. And a lot of these systems now, it used to be when navigation first came out, you couldn't operate anything when the car was moving. There's cars today that you can operate certain things. I know my car, when I try to do something, uh, if the car's running, uh, you know, I had a problem. I hit a button and it says this feature disabled during operation. I'm okay with that. You know, safety is very, very important. I have a gentleman that I've helped numerous times, and I, I got a kick out of it. I, I, it's, it's actually my family doctor. And he called me up, and he says, hey, Gary, I need to get a car for my daughter. She's 16 years old. Now, when someone calls me up, and they want to buy a new car for their daughter, and they're 16 years old, first couple of cars that come to my mind, Hyundai Elantra, Kia Forte, Toyota Corolla, Honda Civic. So I mentioned the cars, and he says, Gary, those are all great ideas. And all those cars at the time, uh, this was years ago, were something that you could probably be somewhere in, right in the 20 grand range. He calls me back and says, hey, I spoke to my wife. We want to get the car. Can you meet us at the Mercedes-Benz dealership? Absolutely. Now, he drives a Mercedes-Benz, and you do not argue ever with a client that brings up safety and a car. I'm not going to tell somebody to buy something if they want something because it's specifically safe. Now, I happen to think the four vehicles I mentioned were safe, but I was not going to argue with the doctor's wife. She wanted a Mercedes. Here's a car they're buying for their 16-year-old, $53,000. Now, his wife picked out a car that had every single available safety feature, and she actually wanted to know, can you disable the Bluetooth? And I said, well, I don't know if you can disable it, but you can use, you, you, can, you don't have to necessarily download the phone. So as the mother and I were talking and the daughter was standing there, the mother turned around and she said something to her daughter and it was not in English. So I said, what did your wife, to the doctor, what did your wife just say to your daughter? said, Gary, it was very simple. She explained to my daughter that if she ever gets caught with her hand on her phone in the car, the car will be in the driveway till mom decides to give the car back. It was almost to the point where the mother was like, when you get in the car, you put the phone in the trunk. I don't even want the car, phone in the car with you. And she said, well, what happens if you need me, mom? I said, it could wait. You're never that far from the house where you're driving that it's going to be 15 minutes till you can get to your phone. I don't want you 
on the phone in the car. I used to jokingly knew my daughter was in the car and I would call her and she never answered the phone. And she used to say, dad, I don't talk on the phone. And it's horrible because, you know, I've, I've mentioned before she recently had a car accident and, you know, it's just one of these things, you know, now, you know, she's not afraid of driving, but it's definitely a horrible experience. You know, my son lives in Denver and it's different experience of driving uh, in snow. So he was going out the other night and he was getting off of a freeway. He was going to a nice restaurant with his girlfriend and he got to the red light and he was slowing down, he thought, but the car wasn't slowing down. And he realized that the entire roadway was a sheet of glass. It was all ice. So he sends me the picture and I was kind of blown away because there isn't a scratch on his car, but he cracked the front rim. And I would say about 30% of the rim was missing. Uh, The tire didn't go flat. He hit a curb. Thank God he hit a curb. Thank God he didn't hit a truck. Thank God he didn't hit a car. Thank God he didn't hurt someone else. Thank God he didn't hurt himself. Thank God he didn't hurt his girlfriend. But the thing he said, Dad, the thing that scared me the most was my side curtain airbag and the rear airbag went off in the car. And he sent me the picture, and I said, oh, and you forgot to tell me. The seat exploded. There's a seat in a side impact airbag in the seat. He said, Gary, it's, Dad, it scared the crap out of me. I'm here to help you. I am not here to sell you anything. If for any reason you're not comfortable with anything I'm telling you, please, I'm here to communicate with people. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying to talk you into anything. You know, it's like I said, when the woman last week, she decided she didn't want to buy the car. I'm not going to call you in two days to ask if you change your mind. I'm not going to call you the next day to ask if you change your mind. Uh, I, I prefer handling transactions at the dealership, the hardest part right now. And the funny thing was that they actually had a car in stock. She could have bought a car that day. I'm sure she did just fine. Uh, I, I don't care. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. The relationships that I have are what allows me to be able to help you. Uh, I got a kick out of that, you know, the least thing. There's another article if you want to read about it. I'm going to talk about it next week. It was an article from six hours ago. It was on Go Banking Rates, 25 Sneaky Car Dealerships tricks to avoid at all costs that'll be something i'll talk about on the next show my name is gary green i'm the host of the show you can reach me at 602-525-1370 very special thanks to bobby rabati and his family at being and auto sales joey staples at earnhardt honda adam breen at earnhardt hyundai chad sasan at rodeo kia david garcia alex medina At Rodeo Ford, most important, I want to thank everybody that takes the time in their busy schedule to listen to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.